1: I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience.
0: Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this
1: country will be saved. Warrior, here's your host, Stephen K.
0: Have you been briefed, sir, on the top secret documents that were
1: found at Mar-a-Lago? No. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. What did you think to yourself? How that could possibly happen? Sun
2: in the sky, you
1: know how one anyone could be that irresponsible? On by, you know how I feel. And it's just uh,
3: totally irresponsible. It's
2: a new dawn, it's a new day.
0: I uh, there's breaking news here. Jake uh, Sherman over at Punchbowl, which is on Capitol Hill. Mm. Uh, Comer, and this is why there's a new day dawning
2: And I'm feeling
0: good Okay, and I realize a lot of people have been disappointed About a lot of things, but hey it, 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 There's a new day dawning Comer uh, is telling, I think uh, uh, Brezhnev, uh, one of the guys from, from Punchbowl That he will, this is Comer, he will send A letter to the White House Counsel's Office and National Archives tomorrow On the, wait for it Classified documents found at University of Pennsylvania at that Biden center, the Biden deal he had. Underwritten as Natalie Winters remembers, I think by partly by the Chinese Communist Party. Classified documents. Whoa, baby. Okay. It's Tuesday, 10 January, year of our Lord, 2023. There's a new day dawning and it's all offense all the time. We're going to get into all of it. We've got, uh, Congressman Andrew Clyde, part of the uh, nine that signed that letter that really got these negotiations going. He's going to be with us. Cash Patel is going to be with us. We got Cortez. We got Pedro Gonzalez, uh, Natalie Winters. Uh, we're packed. We we're going to talk about Tucker's, uh, segment last night with Matthew Tierman on Brazil. Got a lot on Brazil. I got to start though with, uh, Boris Epstein. Boris. The more we find out about this, the more outrageous it is. I don't know why Garland is not resigning today. This is outrageous. top ten, fi- 10 files of top secret documents found at the Washington, I think, office of the University of Pennsylvania of this bogus think tank that was just a make work thing for Biden to to basically funnel cash from the Chinese Communist Party into Biden's pocket. Another, another example, of the Biden crime family, top secret documents. And wait for it, Boris. They found it on the second of November, right before the uh, right before the midterm elections, and Garland was totally silent. This was all to suppress this information before the midterms. Give me the perspective of Boris Epstein and the folks down at Mar-a-Lago, sir.
4: Steve, honored to be with you. Honored to be with the party. This is a major day and a, another historic day. This is the, the beginning of twenty twenty three. Has been truly momentous for MAGA and momentous for our country. So let's break it down. There's been a lot of coverage on this. But here's the bottom line. These documents, which were taken by Joe Biden as vice president, not president, as vice president to a Chinese funded think tank contained top secret SCI. This is according to CNN, CBS, New York Times, SDI marked information. That is about as top secret as vital as oh, it gets sensitive oh oh hold, hold on hold it, hold on hold, hold it.
0: this was hold on this was this was compartmented i didn't see the sci part is is cnn reporting that that it's sci CNN this is the compart- he took compartmented oh my god the crimes joe biden that's that is a uh, that is to leave it in a think tank financed by the chinese communist party he took compartmented top secret information sir
4: top secret Secret compartmented information, SCI, Steve, as you, as you know very well, as I know from my time in the White House, as, as, as we know from studying these pieces of legislation, that is about as vital to national security as it gets. And again, this is being reported. This isn't you know, just Breitbart or even Epoch Times, right? This is the mainstream media is now calling out Joe Biden. And yes, some are trying to hide it here and there, but there's nowhere to hide. And here's the big picture. Here's the big picture. The GOG, the weaponized DOJ and the FBI have harassed, persecuted, and raided President Trump and his family over some picky, tacky nonsense. Okay. And, and by the way, President Trump, who as president falls under the presidential records act. While well, now we know that as vice president, after being vice president, Joe Biden took, and please, these, this is just at some, in some closet at his Chinese fund of think tank. What are the mansions in Delaware, which are funded, by the way, dot- dot- dot, by the Chinese? What was on Hunter's laptop? What's, a, what's the world on one of hunter's crack dens? And I'm not joking. I'm being serious. The question is, where is the information? What is being done to secure it? And then what is going to happen? Because, again, Joe Biden, as vice president, doesn't fall under the PR. He has no. The President's yeah. Records Act. Okay, hang he on, hang on. This, pre- is this, quick, is this is a, this is just a, it's a block Two seconds. He falls yeah, right. under the Federal yes, Records Act, the FRA, the Federal Records Act, which does contain a criminal enforcement statute. So the DOJ has better figure it back out and do it quick.
0: First off, there's a crime here because as vice president, as you said, he has no ability to declassify. We're gonna have Cash Patel on later go through the details and Natalie Winters a tape at you about the financing of this thing by the Chinese Communist Party and Blinken's and Blinken and all those guys. Remember the was it the West End uh, think tank, the West End Consulting Firm, totally financed by the Chinese Communist Party. They're up to CCP money up to their neck. From the Hunter's laptop to Blinken to the University of Pennsylvania to Biden, all a wash in CCP cash. OK, it's the reason that we're going to have the joint task force on the China influence. There's a crime. There's a multiple crimes of compartment of top secret information. Biden's got a crime on his hands. But the cover up is just as bad. Why are we hearing about this on the 10th of 9th and 10th of January, sir, and not immediately? Why did Garland not come to the microphone? They sent the jackboots down to mar lago to kick in the door. Right. On head national TV. Why, why did Garland not come to the microphone on the second? And you can't tell me the second is when he first found it. This thing stinks to high heaven. Where's Merrick Garland on this? Why did he not come to the microphones? He's running the microphones on uh, Trump all the time. Where's Merrick Garland, Boris Epstein?
4: Well, here's the other part of it, too, Steve, that shows just how biased the treatment is. They even if we accept, which I do not that they first found out about this on, on 2 November, okay? Even if somebody... That's
0: accepted, a lie. That's a lie.
4: That's, but even if they that's do, a lie. they appointed Jack Smith okay. on 18 November, and they were at the microphones and didn't say a word about this. This was the so-called special. The special was appointed on November 18th, and they didn't say a word to the American people. They didn't okay. say a word to them, even if they knew on November 2nd and not before. Okay. They didn't say a word on November 18th, okay. and they hid it until it's, now, and you know what? It's obvious, right? Yeah. And see, we always say, There's no conspiracies, there's no coincidences. On the day that Jim Jordan becomes chair of the judiciary and the select committee on weaponization, on the day that James Comer is becoming the chair of the oversight committee, Jason Smith, the chair of the Ways and Means Committee, this miraculously comes out. They had them dead to rights. They knew that they were about to be discovered and that's why this leaked. And again, the issue here is this. President Trump followed all the laws, rules and regulations under the presidential record that did exactly what was supposed to in cooperating with NARA and going back and forth. Vice as Vice President Biden took these documents, including F0I, special compartment of information, and stashed in them away at his Chinese funded think tank. And this is just the documents that have been discovered in this leak. Yeah. Again, who knows what's there? When did the when did the DG know and what did they know?
0: Lock him up. Lock him up. Let's lock him up. Biden got a crime on his hands. Big time felony, Jojo. Uh, real quickly, uh, Boris, I know you got to get back in the meetings of mar a uh, We lost a real hero uh, last we night, uh, Diamond Hardaway, part of the Sisters Diamond and Silk. Uh, I've got it pinned up on Getter. We're going to play a tribute to her in the second hour. Uh, I know you were very close to her. Obviously, the president's very close to her. Boris, any thoughts and observations before we punch? This is a real loss. Came out of nowhere.
4: Absolutely. She was a wonderful woman, a woman who I had the honor and pleasure of knowing, being on air with, having fun with, but she was also, but she wasn't just a fun lady who made just, she was a true patriot who loved this country with all her heart, who loved MAGA with all her heart, who loved President Trump with all her heart. And she'll be sorely missed. And as my people say, may her memory be for a blessing. By
0: the way, her in 16, she was a key part of her. Uh, Diamond and Silk, Huge smart part. as all get-out. Commentary, observations, incredible. We'll get more to it later. Uh, uh, Boris, real quickly, your uh, your uh, social
4: media. Steve, it's a hot day today. We're hot on the website, boriscp.com. Go sign up right now on boriscp.com. Hot on getter at boriscp, on Twitter at boriscp. Hot on team social at Boris, on the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. God bless the memory of Diamond. Stay strong. God bless all of you and all offense.
0: Thanks, brother. It's all offense all the time. I want to play a cold open. We got uh, Congressman Andrew uh, Clyde here w- was with us about this Free Speech Defense Act a couple of weeks ago. Very important because the weaponization government thing is all over this. Play the cold open about what they think of uh, Congressman Clyde in the 20, the famous 20 that got us here today. Go ahead.
1: House passed its new rules package last night governing how that chamber will be run for the next two years. The package passed mostly along party lines 220 to 213 Texas Congressman Tony Gonzalez, the lone Republican, to join all Democrats in voting against it. The rule changes include lowering the threshold to a single lawmaker to force a floor vote to oust Kevin McCarthy as speaker, a single vote, a ban on automatically raising the federal debt ceiling. Eliminating proxy or remote voting, allowing the House to vote to create a select subcommittee to investigate the origins of the covid pandemic and the, quote, weaponization of the federal government, also essentially gutting the nonpartisan Independent Office of Congressional Ethics that investigates lawmakers. House Republicans also followed through on a campaign promise by passing a bill to rescind more than $70 billion in funding for the IRS. The money was approved by Congress last year as part of President Biden's Inflation Reduction Act. It will help the IRS crack down on tax evaders, hire 87,000 workers and update the agency's technology systems. Many Republicans claim the agency would use the money to go after middle income Americans with one top senator. You'll remind, you'll remember going so far as to say IRS agents would be coming with loaded rifles. Ready to shoot small business owners? That was Senator Chuck Grassley last year. Can they let twenty people who are at the extreme right MAGA wing of the? They're to the right of the average Republican. Let alone just steer the whole show. Now, of course, McCarthy wanted to be Speaker, but I think this is going. They're going to have a choice. Look, I congratulate Speaker McCarthy. I intend to sit down with him and uh, with Leader McConnell because we want to get things done in a bipartisan way to help the American people, and my belief is that not in the next two weeks but in the next little while, the mainstream Republicans who if you watch their body language and even talk to some of them, didn't like what was happening, but went along just to give McCarthy the speakership.
0: I think okay in- okay, the far right the far the far right of the Republican, the MAGA wing behind the scenes, Congressman Andrew Clyde. Congressman, we've got a couple minutes here. I want to hold you through the break. Uh, you were part of the signatories for the letter. you're behind the scenes negotiating. Is Chuck Schumer right? Is is the far right? Uh, they call us the extremists, but I would say the common sense. What's going on here? How much power do the twenty? What we call the twenty? How much power does the twenty have, sir?
2: Oh, um, great to be on. Thank you. I will tell you that um, that we fought for the American people. We fought for for um, tran- transformational change in Congress. Everybody knows that Congress is broken and. Congress needs to be fixed. We took this opportunity uh, with the slim majority that we have to use leverage to bring us back to where we think that the Congress should be when it comes to operating with the single subject rules, with germaneness when it comes to, uh, to amendments to those rules, with the 72 hours uh, required before a bill can go to a vote. Where the language has to be available for a person, for a member to read it. Um, you know, you've got the Church Committee, which will uh, uh, is an incredible committee uh, to investigate the weaponization of the federal agencies against the American people. And this is going to be a very powerful committee. It will have um, it will have resources and it will have authority like the Select Committee on Intelligence. Uh, but it will be under judiciary. Uh, you know, we 20...
0: Think- C- C- Congressman, ha- Congressman, ha- just hang on for one second. We just got to take a short commercial break. We're going to return to the representative from Georgia 9, Congressman Andrew Clyde. He put forward a free speech bill beforehand. Now you got the, uh, the new church committee, the weaponization of government. What does that mean for his bill? All next on offense in the war room. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, a deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bandon to nine eight nine eight nine eight and claim your free, no obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text BANNN to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency.
4: Host Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Okay, welcome back. Congressman Clyde, you used the term leverage. and I want everybody to understand this, is that, and you see today, there's a press conference going on, I think, right now, at least Stefanik. They're throwing down, again, more on offense. Um. If, if you and what because you had the hardcore five and then you had these nine that signed the letter and went back and forth with McCarthy for over a month. and I think this is to Sean Hannity you asked uh, Sean asked um, Gates, hey I, you know I don't have any problem with what went on. I just didn't want to – the reason I was telling you to just to drop it is I didn't want it in public. you should have done it behind the scenes. Well Sean, there was intense negotiation with these guys behind the scenes. It was only they got blown off essentially and it had to go public. Congressman Clyde, if you had not because conservative Inc came in at the early break, oh no, no, the optics look terrible, just just let McCarthy be and just go. You used the term leverage if if you additional not because I will tell you when they walked in to the, on Tuesday. They had the conference beforehand. This is where Mike Rogers, and he was a drunk brawler on Friday night, but he came out and told everybody, he stood up right there and said, after McCarthy gave this impassioned, I deserve this, it's mine. Rogers said, hey, anybody votes against me, I'm going to strip you, we're going to strip you of your committee assignments. This is a profile of courage. They never anticipated at all they were going to be looking at 20 people. They're like, what Mm -hmm. happened here? I thought we had five crazies. Congressman Clyde, if you guys had not taken a principal stance and put that letter in and got into these intense negotiations, right? And now we see in the rules every all the all the benefits to the American people. Would that have happened if you had not used to the ultimate uh, what you had to do as representatives of your district, the ultimate leverage to say no, we're not backing off of this, and we need these things met? Would any of this happen? Would it, would, would it, or we would just be in the typical swamp lobbyist cartel, sir?
2: Steve, we would have had the very same rules Uh, that Nancy Pelosi had uh, short, just uh, like proxy voting and a few other things. Uh, No, leverage is how Washington, D.C. works. It's how business works. It's uh, it's how the the whole system of America works. You have leverage. You use the right amount at the right time to accomplish the right purpose, and you can be successful, and that's what we did. Uh, Our whole goal was to make sure that Washington worked the best way possible for the American people, not for Washington, D.C., you know, we represent the people here and we're supposed to be working for the people. And so that's what we did. Yeah, it uh, took us some courage there. That Tuesday morning conference was probably the most brutal conference I've ever been to. And, uh, but, uh, you know, it's my vote representing Georgia's ninth district and I voted my district. Uh, and, okay, I want to
0: very- know, I want to know that when you're, hold up, hold it, when you're sitting in that conference and McCarthy goes off and, and Rogers, who's the, Rogers is the enforcer. When he stands up and says, hey, any of you guys, you stand up and vote against him and I'm stripping you of your committee assignments. What went through your mind?
2: Well, okay, I guess I'm going to get the dumpster committee, you know, (laughs) I mean, I don't really care. I don't care what committee I get or I don't get, Um, but I'm going to do what I think is right for the American people and right for our nation uh, and right for the other members of Congress. I did not come to Congress to maintain the status quo. Uh, You know, what kept going through my head was uh, if not us, then who? If not now, then when? When will we stop allowing Congress to kick the can down the road and actually do something transformational for this body uh, and for the American people and for our Constitution? And that's, a, that's what went through my head. You know, if anything, it steeled our resolve and made us stronger and more determined that we will go through this and it doesn't matter what it takes, uh, but we are going to fix this thing as best we possibly can. And I think we got a win-win. Honestly, I think we got a win for America. We also got a win for the leadership here. We gave them some phenomenal tools which with which they can deal with Chuck Schumer. And uh, I think we actually created a more powerful speaker in a way, when it comes to negotiation with the Senate and with the White House, if I was a White House and the and, the, about, and uh, Chuck Schumer, yeah. I'd be terrified over uh, at, at what they I saw. Are terrified. In the House.
0: Okay, this is the point. What what Andy what Congressman Clyde Andrew Clyde just told you about leverage and the way the system works is one thousand percent on the button. This is why the lead story in the Hill today is what they're really panicked about they' they' their they're own the own the guys that own these people on Wall Street and the Tech Titans they're concerned right. about the spending bills and concerned about the debt ceiling because now they see they've got the steely eye resolve of the Andrew Clydes and the Matt Gateses and the uh, and the Rosendales and the Perrys and the 20 that stood up they understand that they're not going to back off. Talk to us about the use of leverage to get the nation's finances organized. You you know this better probably than anybody being a small businessman. The thing's out of control. You can see it. They want it to continue to be out of control. What 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 walk us through? Why are they so afraid? And all they talk about is the debt ceiling. You cut Bloomberg TV on all over the world. They're talking about the debt ceiling, they're talking about the spending. Why have you struck why have your group, the twenty, struck fear in their hearts, sir?
2: Well, Steve, it's because uh, they're used to the status quo of being able to buy their way in the lobbyists, you know, the big corporations, those people who who have the money. They want to buy the influence to get the things done, like the earmarks that you see, uh, which is crack cocaine, in my opinion, when it comes to Congress. Uh, You know, it's it's those are the types of things that that are no longer going to occur. We're not going to have earmarks tucked into into bills, now bills have to have a specific section. If there's gonna be an earmark, it has to be under very strict guidelines now. Uh, and those particular bills, uh, those sections of those bills are gonna have have their own um, vote just on that section, not just the whole bill, either wow. an up or down vote on the bill. So, so we can vote specifically now on earmark uh, uh, sections.
0: Let me ask you. You were very prescient. And the reason I like Clyde as he focuses on signal, not noise. You put forward a bill when, when you know it, it was obviously before he took over about uh, the free speech defense, and you you made your case and said, "Hey, they're doing a lot of things off the books. The Constitution restricts uh, the government what it can do with suppression of free speech, but they're working with these big tech companies basically not as not just as partners as really adjuncts to the FBI and the DOJ. And then lo and behold. We get the church commission. I've been arguing this for four or five years now, ever since I was in the White House. We needed one because FBI, DHS, CIA, all of it's out of control, more out of control than the 70s. You see Jordan now, he's – and this is why he didn't want speaker. He's going to chair judiciary, but he also looks like he's going to chair the subcommittee. And Raskin melts down. Raskin goes, hey, this thing has immense investigatory power. How linked is the weaponization of government – Investigations going to be tied to your bill, sir?
2: Well, my bill is called the Free Speech Defense Act. And what it basically does is it prevents the government from using private companies as proxies. To eliminate the First Amendment rights of individual citizens by silencing them. And that's what's been happening through Twitter, Facebook, Google, you know, Instagram. All of these big tech companies have been colluding with the federal government, the various three letter agencies to silence the American people. And that is unconstitutional. It violates the First Amendment because the government is, is initiating it here, and the government cannot do that. And that's what this bill does. It prevents. It, it states very, very clearly, and it's got some teeth to it too. If there is a federal um, uh, employee that is involved in this, then they're subject to termination. So it's a great bill. I look forward to reintroducing it in the 118th and uh, the church committee is going to expose the extent to which big tech has been colluding with the government and which is why it's going to make this bill even uh, more important. But uh, the church committee is truly going to be a tremendously powerful committee. It will have authority even over um, the intelligence communities, which is, should absolutely terrify uh, people. the Biden administration and the executive branch. We are going to to hold them accountable to the American people, finally, once and for all.
0: Congressman Clyde, how do people find out more about you, social media, how they get to your website to find more about you in your district?
2: Uh, they can go to Clyde.House.gov. They can sign up for our newsletter there. Uh, and uh, we're We send that out on a weekly basis to keep folks informed. Uh, They can also call our Washington D.C. office or the district office if you happen to live in Georgia's 9th district, the most beautiful district in the entire state of Georgia. But uh, Steve, it's great to be with you, Um, thank you.
0: Great to have you on here, sir, and a great uh, lesson for the war room posse. It's all about leverage, you guys use it to the max. Congratulations, sir, Uh, good work uh, as a former Naval officer. Thank you very much, it was fantastic showing. (laughs) right Thank you, Steve. Congressman Andrew Clyde, Georgia Nine. That's how you get things done. Um, and there's going to be a lot more. There's a press conference going on. As I told you, the show's now we're going to be dipping in and out of. We can pick up live things on the Hill because it is lit. Uh, you wanted action. We're going to get action. We're going to make sure these things are not performative. That's why Jim Jordan. Remember, Jim Jordan didn't want to be Speaker. He didn't want another debacle like the uh, Benghazi, the fake uh, Benghazi hearing, you know, Trey Gowdy and the clown show he uh, put on. No more of that. This is going to be real. Let me get Natalie Winters in on this side of the break. Uh, Natalie, uh, this thing with Biden, all of a sudden the University of Pennsylvania has come up. You've been all over this. The University of Pennsylvania, This. the Chinese Communist Party has been all over funding this 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 thing that Biden's associated with, ma'am. Am I incorrect on that?
5: Well, they have been ever since the Biden Center was established. What's so interesting about this story, not just I think it shows the loopholes and the lack of regulation in terms of foreign donation, but how it appears that the Chinese Communist Party's tens of millions of dollars that they had been plowing into the University of Pennsylvania as a whole, really was intricately linked to the establishment of the Penn Biden Center. And what I mean by that was that from 2014 to 2019, you had about $54 million from China pour in to UPenn. Now, the Biden Center was established in 2017. Now, you had $7.7 million come in then, but after Joe Biden announced his candidacy for president in 2018, the number skyrockets to $27.1 million, of which $15.8 million of that sum is anonymous. It's untraceable where exactly it went to and who it came from. And in 2019, you had another sum of $26.9 million of which $6 million was anonymous. And there was a legal complaint filed, which identified someone who joined the Biden regime as stonewalling the investigation to get to the bottom of where the money was coming from.
0: (laughs) This is why you get Natalie Winters on the case. (laughs) Okay. It, 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 by the way, we're going to tie Blinken, Hunter, all of it, the Chinese Communist Party. All next. We're only in the war room. Back in a moment. Friends, you have to be blind not to see what's going on around the world. We're facing worldwide chaos on a whole new level, and it could all hit home really quickly in the form of food shortages, not to mention sky-high prices for basic groceries. That's why so many people are stocking up on emergency food right now. This food stays fresh in long-term storage, so it's ready when you need it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company, and right now they're knocking 200 bucks off their three-month emergency food kit. That's $200. Just go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com to get this kit. Your kit comes packed with delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Enough to feed one person for three solid months. Be sure to get one kit per person in your family so you don't run out. You'll save $200 per kit by going to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply wants to make it affordable for you to protect your family. So don't delay. You get free shipping also. Go to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today.
4: War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Okay, uh, we're calling audibles. We're going to jump back in. I really want to thank the guys in Denver and my staff. Uh, You did a great job. We're going to go right and pick up Steve Scalise Lee Stefanik, Steve Scalise, Steve Scalise throwing down the gauntlet this morning, all offense, all the time, uh, across a range of things, both rules and legislation they're bringing up, uh, issues about all these investigations. uh, And, of course, everybody's already talking about and people already understand the um, note to all the uh, hedge fund guys who watch this show throughout the world and note to the left wing media that watches the show. We're not playing the fool's game. We're not going to wait because everybody's th- All the, you know, they got a knitted brow and they're sitting there going, you know, the debt ceiling. Well, we don't know what's going to take place because the tax revenues is going to be the summer and the fall. No discussions with the debt ceiling are going start immediately. We're not playing the suckers game that you run totally out of cash and then you put the gun to the head of people and say, Oh my God, we're going to ruin the, the full faith and in credit. And I say this has to happen. It must happen. It must happen. No, they played that game <clears throat> in 2011. That game's not happening. We're gonna get well ahead of that game. And here's the thing the debt ceiling is not going to increase one penny. Not one penny. People say it's gonna be tied to spending cuts and you got the bounce, but that's fine. Not gonna increase one penny. It's not gonna increase one penny. Number one, it's gotta be be linked with changes to the Federal Reserve. It's gotta be changed, it's gotta be straight to the exchange of the Federal Reserve. Um, the ownership of the Federal Reserve. It's a, it's absurd and obscene. That the Federal Reserve, your currency, is owned by the 24 prime broker, prime broker banks, including J.P. Morgan, which owns the lion's share, or the biggest slug of the 24. Absolutely obscene. Might have been okay when they went to Jekyll Island behind the scenes, you know, uh, uh, cooked this thing up because they wanted to kill the populist movement that was so on fire in the 19th century. And they could finally use a, a financial panic to do it. But no, that's not going to happen now. Um, in addition, we're going to show – People, how you don't have to increase the debt ceiling. You can, you can, you want spending cuts? I can give you spending cuts. The cash comes in, right? I think they projected it was $4.9 trillion. Cash comes in from tariffs, from fees, from taxes, right? Corporate taxes, income taxes, right? All comes in, cash comes in all the time. You pay off the debt you never you never default any of the currency. <clears throat> we've done plenty of bankruptcies you gotta you pay the <clears throat> I've been advisors to committees and to companies you pay the you pay the securities the waterfall is the you then pay the interest and all the rest you got so everybody's current everybody's happy right they got their money then you pay social security and medicare plenty of money for that not gonna not gonna miss anything there got it got that and then hey, we have a discussion right. How much cash, and what are our obligations here? They're not contractual obligations. They're not. They're just not contractual obligations. It's time to have a real discussion. What can we afford? Let's have that discussion, then we can talk about it. Let's have that discussion first. let Let's, you know, Russ Vogt and I will put forward, we'll put forward and say, here's the cash flows, here's how it comes in, here's the timing on a week-by-week basis. We did this in the Trump White House in seventeen, when it came up with this debt ceiling issue uh, before, and it came up with the uh, – with the And by the way, note to self, leverage, we had all the leverage and it was not used. We had the leverage, we had the convergence of three or four big forces, was not used. Andrew Klein, a small businessman from Georgia 9, laid it out. The whole system of our economy is built on leverage, right? The give and take of commerce is built upon leverage. It's built upon leverage, not financial leverage, the leverage of, hey, I've got this advantage. That's why right now we have, think about it. Call it, it's command by negation. It's one of the f- simple things in military strategy. It's one of the simple things in, in, uh, when you're doing uh, defending or doing hostile takeovers, right? You don't need a majority at the beginning, right? You can build to that, but you just need a solid core. That's what happened last week. La- last week was a master class taught by Brother Gates and others, a master class in leverage. And that's what we need to discuss. And that's what we need to go forward. Okay, uh, Talking about leverage. You know, he's got leverage Chinese Communist Party. They're down in Brazil. We'll get to Brazil in the second uh, hour here. They're down in Brazil. Wan Shishan shows up. You think that guy at his age and he's not in perfect health? He, he doesn't take tri- trips out of the country unless he, unless he, there's something meaningful, like going to Singapore and having Bloomberg come down there and kiss his ass a couple of years ago. Call him the most powerful guy in the world. Introduce him. Most powerful guy in the world, Wan Shishan. He's down there with Lula. It's communist to communist. What, what they're planning on is Liebenstrom. They want the resources of the Amazon. They want the resources of Brazil. That's why Lula got in trouble. The first he sold the com- the commodities to the Chinese Communist Party. This is what the this is exactly how Lula got uh, uh, over the axle, right? Wrapped around the axle with all his corruption. Lula's a hardcore communist. It's a hardcore communist. They're trying to t- create a super state. In Latin America, communist superstate in Latin America because of the containment of America, Taiwan, Oceania, uh, Latin America, Caribbean, and then the uh, and then the Middle East with Iran in Saudi Arabia taking their you know paying for their oil resources. The CCP that's how they think they're going. to – That's how they're going to contain America. Okay, and you've got to break it in Brazil. You shouldn't be down there. Jake Stewart and Biden, you know, because, and here's why Biden and Blinken and these guys are doing it. Natalie Winters, correct me if I'm wrong. And this is all coming out in this security thing. Remember, he had 10 files of SCI top secret, just real quickly on, on classifications. You have confidential at the lowest. You then have secret. You then have top secret. Okay. That's the base classifications. But then it's about who can actually know it. And they want these things to be compartmented because they only want certain amount of people to know in a vertical. That's when you get into compartmented, uh, which is higher than t- it's top secret compartmented. This was SCI. So this is a crime. Biden committed a crime. Full stop. Biden committed a crime. They can worm away from it, but Biden committed a crime. And I want to know where DOJ is in the pursuit of this crime. Where is the special counsel, Jack Smith? And- this is a black letter law crime. There's absolutely no dispute about it. As vice president, he has no authority whatsoever to declassify things, as Cash Patel is going to tell us about the president. They sent the boots and the FBI down to kick in the doors down to Mar-a-Lago. But they knew about this in November. And trust me, when it all comes out, they knew about it a long time before that. And they suppressed the fact before, they suppressed the information before the midterm elections. Because in the midterm elections, big thing, Trump's a criminal. Trump's going to get indicted. Trump's going to get indicted. Hey, CNN, MSNBC, I don't hear a lot of indictment talk this morning, do I? I don't hear a lot of indictment talk. I don't hear a lot of indictment chatter. And they got pieces in the hill. Oh, it's a big difference. Here's the difference. Biden has no ability to declassify him as vice president. It's a black letter criminal offense. He's got SCI top secret. And more importantly, when Trump's down in Mar-a-Lago, and they say, well, he's got a guest every now and again. You don't know where these guys come from, the criminal. The Chinese Communist Party financed the whole thing. They financed Blinken and his his, his uh, management company. We'll get to that now. They financed the whole University of Pennsylvania deal and the laptop from hell. You converge all those three, the Chinese Communist Party have bought and paid the Biden administration. And this is why Garland, that little weasel, is not coming forward. Bar- Garland, either indict Biden or resign. Either indict Biden or resign. And don't give me any happy talk. You got a special counsel, Jack, and they get that big, ugly face. You know, he's sitting there looking, staring at, <laughs> staring at people. He's, he's got Rudy Giuliani. He's got Rudy Giuliani calling Rudy in because, I don't know, somebody raised 10 bucks on something. Screw you. Screw you. Biden committed a crime. Where is the indictment? Where is the perp walk of Biden? Biden committed a crime. He committed a felony. And why is it, why is the information over there? Something the Chinese Communist Party is all over. Why is that? Why is the CCP in back of Tony Blinken's management company? Why is uh, why is Hunter Biden taking money from the whole family and the brother taking money, uh, taking money left, right and center from the Chinese Communist Party? Is there a theme here? Do I hear something? Pattern recognition up oh, Chinese Communist Party cash. I got it. Natalie Winters. What do we got, ma'am?
5: Well, it's not a baseless claim to say that the DOJ, the FBI, any of these three-letter agencies would have known exactly what was going on at the Penn-Biden Center because there's a really crucial player in all of this, which is called West Exec Advisors. And it was founded by Anthony Blinken, who is, of course, the Secretary of State. But this really served kind of as a pipeline. Um, the office is actually just across the street from the White House, um, and that kind of symbolizes what the purpose of this company was. It basically staffed the entire Biden regime from top to bottom, top people like Anthony Blinken, but even down really in, in every single agency. But why this is so particularly interesting and relevant now is because Anthony Blinken served as the managing director of the Penn Biden Center. Uh, you also had Steve who who is also a very, very senior aide to Joe Biden in the White House, also served um, as managing director of this Penn Biden Center after Blinken. But Blinken's firm, West Exec Advisors, deleted web pages which show you that there is indeed a cover-up, actually showed that his client base included, and this is a direct quote. US research universities. And do you know what exactly they were advising them on? Again, this is not a conspiracy. This is a direct quote from a deleted webpage. How they could help these universities quote remain a trusted partner for Department of Defense sponsored research grants while expanding foreign research collaboration, accepting foreign donations, and welcoming foreign students in key STEM programs. And by the way, anytime they're using the word foreign there. Ninety nine percent of the time they're referring to China. Anyone who knows the numbers in terms of Chinese students coming overseas, Chinese money, China outperforms every other country, whether it's donations, research or students. Um, so this really shows you how evil it was. They were advising these universities how to still receive not just taxpayer funded grants, but taxpayer funded grants from the Pentagon to conduct research while simultaneously you know, opening their wallets to cash from the Chinese Communist Party they've since deleted all of this activity but again just to just to reiterate secretary of state antony blinken's firm used to court foreign donations for america's top us for america's top universities and he was also the managing director of the Penn biden center which as we explained in the last block really is kind of a key player in this very very shady yeah. multi 10 million dollar deals of chinese money flowing into oh, pen oh.
0: Hold on. The whole thing at West. Exact. This is how subtle it is. This is how subtle it is. If you leave the White House and, and the West Wing, and you where the old State Department is, right? That that old uh, the Victorian-looking building is like six stories high. You see it in the photos all the time. It's a close, It's a the White House compound's closed. But that little road, that that little tiny street that you cross over to walk up the big stairs to go into the Executive Office Building, where most of the White House people. Uh, you know, like Peggy Noonan talking all the time about her and Reagan. I think she met Reagan once because she's a little speechwriter over in the executive office building in some cubicle in a six story, you know, monolith. That road that separates them is West Exec Avenue. Blinken and his guys, all of them basically said we're a conduit for, for, for corporations and foreign money to get immediate access to high level of government officials. was he ever? Did he ever list himself as a foreign uh, agent? Was he ever listed as a foreign agent, uh, Tony Blinken, uh, Natalie Winters?
5: Uh, not at all. Neither did Hunter Biden. You know, I think if the motto of the Trump administration was the art of the deal, the Biden regime really is the art of the grift. And what I mean by that is that it's not just that these people have sold out to the highest bidder, which is the Chinese Communist Party. They've really brought all that baggage with them into the White House. And that's why you'll see them, A, never turn on the Chinese Communist Party. But I think more importantly, never really turn on themselves, right, never really turn on Joe Biden. I think the best example of this, uh, the former president of Penn, who was responsible for really stonewalling any investigations into where exactly this Chinese money came from and where it was going to, well, she, despite having no experience in Germany, and that's not me saying that, that's Politico, she became America's ambassador to Germany, a very cushy appointment uh, offered by Joe Biden. Sure. So that just shows you how this corruption works. It goes all the way to the top, um, and it's not surprising.
0: Okay, you are going to have a lot more on this. Uh, what's, your, uh, what's your social media? How do they get over to War Room?
5: Natalie G. Winters on all platforms, and make sure to go to warroom.org.
0: Ma'am, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Remember, when we're talking about the Chinese Communist Party, there's 1.4 billion people in China. There's only 100 million, 90 million people in the Chinese Communist Party. There's only a couple of factions that matter. And only it's about, it's about the five families that run it. They're the wealthiest families on earth. They make the Saudis look like paupers. They're the wealthiest families on the face of the earth, stealing from Lao Beijing All next in the war room. all one word this makes a great gift for father's day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range that's the letter itargetpro.com that's itargetpro.com offer code bannon b-a-n-n-o-n getter has arrived
3: the new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now. Corey, how much uh, credit should President Trump receive here?
2: Well, clearly he uh, helped Kevin get that, that speakership. Look, 15 ballots was not an easy thing. I think people were getting tired. And what we saw, once again, was a tireless effort of Donald Trump calling people time and again, saying, get the best deal you can, but you have to support Kevin. And it is really because of Donald Trump that Kevin McCarthy is the Speaker of the House today.
0: Okay, welcome back. I want to bring in uh, Pedro Gonzalez uh, from Chronicles. Uh, Pedro, you're kind of one of the young um uh, intellectual uh movers and shakers in this movement particularly the populist nationalist wing of it um what is your give me your assessment of last week give me your assessment of last week and president trump look he's he's out front in saying he supported mccarthy he whipped for mccarthy he made crucial uh calls on friday night of which he tweeted out and truth out in, in in his uh is taking ownership of that? Corey came on the show last week. Corey was not a, a McCarthy guy at all. He's saying the exact opposite. It's got to be somebody besides McCarthy. But I think he's laying out the case, uh, and that was on Real America's Voices. David Brody's a water cooler that precedes uh, Orem in the afternoon. I think it, it took place yesterday.
3: Pedro, yeah. what's your assessment? Yeah. Well, Bannon, thanks for having me. Uh, Lewandowski's wrong is my is my bottom line on this. The fact is that we know that on by the second day of voting by the fifth ballot, according to Lauren uh, Lauren Boebert, if you recall, she took that stand and and gave that speech where she said that Trump had been calling, these are her words, had been calling members of the 20, telling them to knock it off and vote for Kevin. In other words, Trump was attempting to undermine their leverage because those concessions, all of this stuff was not extracted from Kevin until much later. So I think it's really important to set the, the record straight here. What the House Freedom Caucus did, and specifically what those 20 did, was nothing short of heroic. They effectively created a kind of European-style coalition, and this is actually uh, the the brainchild of Ed Corrigan, um, that, that basically there are three parties now in effect, the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, and the Freedom Caucus. And that is really, really important, and that's also why it's so important to set the record straight here. You can go back, you can check Trump's uh, truth Social, you can listen to the statement by Lauren Boeber and others, and you can see very clearly that Trump was essentially just trying to pressure the 20 to stand down and vote for Kevin before those concessions can be extracted. Go back and watch the interviews that Matt Gates did with Laura Ingram. Ingram tries to browbeat Gates basically into conceding that he's wrong and that he just needs to get this done by asking him, do you disagree with Trump? And then finally, Matt Gaetz says, you know, I love Trump, but I think he's wrong on this. And then Laura kind of smugly, thinking that she's got him in a trap, says, oh, okay, so you disagree with Trump. Kind of like, how dare you? Go back and watch Hannity and and how unforgivable his interview was with Lauren Boeber. I think this is really important too, uh, to, to hold the people on Fox News, with the notable exception of Tucker Carlson, who actually did a good job on this, but Hannity was terrible. I think he was the worst. He did the same thing. He tried to kind of shame Lauren uh, Boebert in, into seeming as if that not only was she a radical, that it was making just unrealistic demands. She was defying an order from Trump to just vote for Kevin. I think it's really important to set the record straight here, because, again, what these 20 did was heroic and they deserve all of the credit because they were up against the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. It's really incredible, and two things that I haven't heard mentioned so far from the news clip uh, and from others on the show is that part of the the, the rules package. Uh, that that is really, really good is that the House now requires a supermajority to raise taxes and Republicans are also including, or rather the 20, also got the inclusion of what's called the Holman Rule. So the Holman Rule allows spending bills to be used to defund specific programs, to fire federal officials, and to also reduce their pay. This stuff is not as sexy as, say, a Benghazi in, uh, you know investigation with Trey Gowdy thundering about how they're going to get to the bottom of stuff, and it never actually does, and it's just used to fundraise and grift on, on the hopes and anxieties of Republican voters. But the rules package that the 20 put together with the, the rest of the uh, House Freedom Caucus, this stuff is really important. These guys got more done in a week than the Republican Party got done with a trifecta, control of the House, the Senate, and the White House between 2017 and uh, it ended in 2019. These guys got more done. No, in no, a week. The, 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 this they got more. They got more done in
0: five days yeah. than even the Gingrich Revolution. And quite frankly, if you look at yes. the Gingrich Revolution, a lot of that stuff was just poll tested by Luntz. And the, and the key things they never got to, like term limits and all that. They're going to bring term limits. There was more accomplished in five days. Than, and yes. remember the whole theory, of the case we had to take out the cartel head and then negotiate with somebody else. Use your leverage, and we were the story will eventually come out how close we actually were on Friday night to make it, if they had delayed until Monday, if they had, if that, in that, in that unforgiving moment, when McHenry stepped up there, if that had been delayed till Monday, I don't believe, and I know they know it. Kevin McCarthy would not have been speaker. A couple of people have been peeled off. They were lost momentum. The media have been beating him up. Even, even the conservative ink Couldn't support it anymore. It would have been, it would have been uh historic, um, Pedro, how do people get to you? You're pretty uh, lit, and I want to have you back on to go through more details of this, but your your social media is pretty lit. How do people get to you at Chronicles? How do they get to the social media? How do they kind of understand the whole thing by following you?
3: You can keep up with me at my substack at contra.substack.com. I publish original analysis and writing there, as well as roundups of all of my other work from elsewhere, including my interviews like this one at contra.substack.com. That's C-O-N-T-R-A.substack.com. And I've also got links to all of my other social media there. Real quickly, uh, with
0: McCarthy still a speaker, even with the changes got made, most are already audience to say, hey, look, you can't trust this guy. He's a total
3: snake. What is your
0: assessment? Give me 30 seconds on Pedro's a take on that, sir.
3: Well, I think the, the interesting game changer is now that one person can initiate a vote to jettison the speaker. So it, it kind of does seem like McCarthy might have a gun to his head. But again, if that's the case, the credit goes entirely to the 20 Republicans who stood against a unified Republican and Democratic Party from Mar-a-Lago to D.C., from Fox News to MSNBC. What these guys did was historic, and they deserve all the credit.
0: Pedro Gonzalez, Chronicles, editor editor of Chronicles. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate you coming on. Okay, Uh, Cortez is going to short 90-second break. Cortez, we got Harnwell, Cash Patel. We're going to do an assessment of Tucker and Tierman last night. Updates on Brazil, all of it. Hang in there. The second hour is going to be more lit than even the first hour. Next in the world. Folks, let me tell you about salty. that's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. War room Health, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. WARROOM POSSE, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data. Go to their website, Unplugged.com. That's Unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.